Hey guys, I'm really excited to be rolling along into season two with my next guest, Angela Rogers. Angela is in charge of the 21st Century Community Learning Center program, which is a really great program that's been running in our city's school system for nearly five years now. The program focuses on building up and edifying Woodbury youth through activities and initiatives that support development of real life skills and career training. There's also a huge focus on making sure that families are incorporated into these activities and this program as a whole to ensure that our youth are growing up and developing into strong and responsible citizens right along the folks that invest so much into them. I hope you enjoy listening. Okay, so I'm here with Angela Rogers of the 21st Century Learning Program with the Woodbury School System. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, so we'll just jump right in. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself and your connections with Woodbury. So I kind of grew up all over. My father was in the military and we traveled a lot and moved all over the States and even some overseas. Uh, ended up going to college in North Carolina where I taught um, music for several years, both elementary and high school, and then ended up moving to New Jersey and found myself um, kind of by chance in an awesome city called Woodbury, where I took a position as a library aide at Walnut Street Elementary. Mm. And that was my introduction kind of to the city of Woodbury. Um, I was really new to New Jersey new to the area, didn't know anything, and kind of really fell in love with the city. It has a community that you don't really see necessarily in larger cities. It kind of reminds me of my military background, like hmm. everybody knew everybody, right. everybody kind of had each other's back, stuff was like centrally located, everyone kind of hung out in the same area. Right. And then about a year into my position at Walnut, this position at the junior senior high came along and I applied for it and was accepted. And I started that last year. So I've had about a year and a half now at the mm -hmm. junior senior high in Woodbury. Great. And do you actually live in Woodbury now that you work with the schools? I do not. Um, I actually live in Blackwood. Okay. So it's a little bit um, away away. Yeah. But I've looked at being closer to the area itself. Right. Blackwood's not too far, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So obviously the, the position that we're talking about now um, is, is you running the, the 21st Century Learning Program. So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that program, what it does, some more information about that. Sure. So the grant itself um, is provided by the government. It's a five-year grant. It's actually 21st Century Community Learning Centers is its whole full name. Um, <laughs> most people don't usually refer to that. They say 21st Century or mm. CCLC or something like that. Mm. That's why we've kind of abbreviated. We say 21st Century because it's right. a mouthful. Right. Um, the grant is for five years. We're on year four of the five-year grant, and you can reapply at the end of each grant cycle, which we plan on doing at the end of our cycle. Okay. The whole focus is really getting families and communities together, helping teach kids real world skills, helping uh, 
lift families up, communities up, and kind of connecting all the dots, so to speak, in a community mm -hmm. to try and help benefit students. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that this is a really important program based on the way that you've kind of explained it, because especially now, you know, there is a real need to be able to connect with students and to provide them with uh, resources and with connections. So how has that been, you know, what has that transition been like now that we're kind of, we're, we're social distancing, we're isolating, we're quarantining, whatever you want to call it, um, but knowing that students still need those resources and that engagement Oh, for sure. So we switched our formatting to online, um, following some of the things that they're already familiar with in the classroom, like using Google Classroom as our platform to kind of post different activities that we're doing. The real focus of our program itself, the theme you can say is careers. Mm -hmm. And that's been something that we've um, really tried to focus on. But with everything going on, I think we've kind of looked at the big picture, so to speak, and really tried to focus on social, emotional, like what are the pieces that are kind of missing right now because we all have to be apart right. and how can we help supplement that? How can we get students together to have fun and just kind of be able to be themselves in the midst of all the uncertainty? Right. Yeah, I, I think that that's super important right now. Um, on a normal kind of schedule or in a normal kind of context, what are some of the activities? Like what is what is the, the 21st century program kind of do? Like what does a day look like for a student who's a part of that program? Yeah, so we operate every day after school mm -hmm. and it's right after school from like 2.35 until 5.35. Mm -hmm. Students get snack and then they head off to activities we have uh, like career theme ones like Thinking Big, which is an entrepreneurship program. We have multimedia, which we were just able to buy cameras and sound recording equipment, things like that to give students real world experiences. Mm -hmm. We provide homework help for students who um, need that extra little bit of help outside of the classroom. Mm. And we also have fun things like creative writing, and esports is something that we have started recently as well. And then we uh, have physical activities like basketball, kickball, skateboarding. And we end the afternoon with dinner before students leave. That's great. So I'm wondering too, I think that I'm sure that there are parameters and everything, but I, you know, I want to get your take on when I was coming up, you know, we would have uh, home ec. And, you know, you might learn how to like bake, um, you might learn how to sew. But I think now more than ever, especially the younger generations are kind of pushing for these ideas of kind of like practical adult life skills. Um, exactly. You know, like, how do you write a check? Um, mm -hmm. You know, things about financial literacy. You know, to what extent has that become incorporated, if at all, into the 21st century program, or at least maybe partnering with others who can support students in that kind of space? Correct. So we definitely want to make sure that we're focusing on all aspects of right student life, not just career, because then if they don't have the other building blocks mm -hmm. to go with that, right, it's not really helping them. So our goal has been to kind of, for now, it's been integrated into some of the activities that we've been doing. Hmm. But 
as we move forward, my goal is to get more like culinary arts, which is something that is not really prevalent in the school at all right now. Right. Um, we've looked at things like cursive writing to be able to do signatures, to be able to do checks and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, we also had somebody doing fashion and kind of talking about how you present yourself and mm-hmm. not just in career, but in life, right? How you present yourself matters, right. um, right. how to sew on a button, mm-hmm. you know, simple things like that that you were talking about. And right. it hasn't been fully integrated into the program, but it's definitely a direction that I think is important for us to take. Yeah, definitely. And speaking to that, you know, what do you think the importance of a program like this has on students in general and especially now? I think that everybody has a lot of pressure on them. Mm. I think even before all this happened, I feel like students have a lot of pressure on them already to kind of have answers to things that they don't necessarily have the direction with yet. So the goal is to kind of help give students a perspective that they may not have had before or to help guide them to figure out what they don't like, because sometimes that leads to what you do like Mm -hmm. when it comes to careers. Now, especially, I think everybody's even more stressed. I think families are stressed. Mm -hmm. And it's really our goal to kind of take pressure off of families, help where we can help, wherever that may be for each individual family, and to kind of also celebrate people in the midst of everything else going on too because I think it's important to take a moment and pause and think about what is positive Mm -hmm. in the midst of all the chaos as well and then to kind of support that social emotional that is really needed right now for people to come together to have open conversations um, to be able to feel connected to Mm -hmm. other people, I think is super important. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to jump back. You mentioned families. What does the connection with families look like for this program? Obviously, you know, kids come along with parents. And so you've got to make sure that that they're all connected and kind of integrated. What does that relationship look like for 21st century? So it's been up and down for us, honestly. And it seems like it happens in some cases and not talking with the other 21st century community centers and talking about getting parents to be involved, not because it's another thing for them to do, but really honestly, because we want to help them and we want to help their student be their best and we want to help their home be their best. So our goal is to bring more families together um, and not just in an informative way. I feel like sometimes, right, parents come and it's just sitting in a meeting and you're listening for an hour Right. And then you go about your night, right? Like right. we're pairing, um, we're partnering with Apple Farms to try and do some fun art activities this coming year to bring families in to have a fun night and to have that kind of connection with their students as well. Yeah. So it's looking at like all the different aspects of parent and student interaction. Yeah, that's great. And so another segue then, you know, you mentioned Apple Farms. Tell me about some of the the partnerships that that 21st Century 
has with the Woodbury community, the surrounding community to do what it does? Okay, so we partnered with the public library in Woodbury. They have been providing activities for the community in general, and our students are also allowed to go and participate in those. They have like arts and crafts and things like that. Right. And we plan on this summer kind of co-planning the summer programming as well as that rolls out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had communications and we actually had a huge field trip to the Woodbury Public Library, to City Hall, to the fire station, to the police department, all those really important places in Woodbury mm-hmm. have kind of allowed us to come in. And um, I hope that there's more that we can do there in the future as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, Apple Farms is a brand new partnership that we have that I'm super excited to get more arts that the students don't necessarily have access to. Like I know students are really interested in dance, but it's not really something that is provided by the school right now. Right. So having dance, visual arts, music, anything that can bring more to the program to expose the students to different ways of expressing themselves. Hmm. And then um, Success First is a nonprofit that we started working with and we're hosting their Let's Talk, Listen, and Bond this summer. Hmm. And I'm excited to have Woodbury kind of be at the front of that and to have, again, right, bringing students and parents together in a different way for them to be able to communicate together. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that event. It sounds interesting. Sounds kind of dynamic. So so this is their um, sixth annual Uh, Let's talk, listen, and bond. It was originally supposed to be at the junior-senior high, but with social distancing, they decided to put it online. Sure. It's um, June 27th, -hmm. and it's 10 a.m. to 1230, and they have giveaways and guest speakers. Let's see. They have, like, a clinical psychologist, a talent Mm -hmm. agent, a Marine Corps spoken work artists so they have a wide variety of people who are kind of like to bridge the gap so to speak in communication between parents and students yeah that's great it sounds like I said, it sounds really dynamic and i i think that the way that that structured also to the point that you made earlier this focus on careers with the program could open up opportunities for students to start to explore what careers they might be interested in and actually meet people who are doing those things and, and talk to them about what that career entails. So yes. it sounds really important for that part of a student's development. Yes. And that's part of our goal next year as we move forward as well is to not only just have students like have a theory of what it might be to be in that position, but to be able to talk to people or even be able to go do um, a short internship to see how they feel in the actual environment, which I feel like gives you a better idea than just kind of right. thinking about what it might be, but being in the actual experience. Yeah. I mean, I know when I was coming up, we always used to take those different kinds of like aptitude tests to kind of tell you yes. what careers might fit 
your personality or your skill set. And, you know, obviously at 15, you, you only have but so many skills, but yeah. it was so much different actually going to like an interview or career fair and talking to people who were actually doing those jobs and, and learning about the, the real firsthand experience of what it takes to do that job versus just kind of saying, oh, you're probably going to be a biologist one day. Like, you know, being able to actually sit down with someone and, and talk to them about what their their career is like. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. An opportunity for them. Yeah. The hope is for students to realize that they don't have to wait until they're a junior or a senior in high school for them to start thinking about what their future is going to look like because they're building on it right now, right? Even as a sixth grader coming yep. into junior high, you can already start to build towards what you want to build towards. There's lots of like entrepreneurs out there that start super young. Right. They find, right, their passion. That's what they want to do. So right. it's to remind students that they already have what they need to succeed it's just how do they want to use that right i think that's super important you can start to think about these things earlier and and have the right people to show you resources and connect you with different networks to be able to capitalize on those things the earlier the better so i'm interested as well in this the the entrepreneurship partnership that you have you know can you tell me a little bit about what some of those activities look like, what kind of things uh, students are, are challenged to focus on in that program? Yeah, so um, Stanley L. actually runs that part of the program right now, and they have done some presentations uh, to the group and things like that. Mostly they talked about starting to run their own business and what would that look like mm. in actuality, right? Not just, here's an idea, and then, but what's the next step, right? So how do you create right. a business from something that you think is really neat? Like uh, animal shelter, if you're really passionate about animals and mm. you want to make the next step, well, what does that take? Right. How do you make that work? And it's been interesting to see like the steps that students even, you know, 12, years old can start to put the pieces together and right. see that, right? That I feel like that's empowering. Like they can see, yeah. I could do this. This is something I just need to have the pieces in place. Okay, right. what does this look like? Right. And to really flesh something out has been really awesome. Yeah, I, and I think that that's really important. Like, you know, even to the career point that I mentioned earlier, you know, the reality of what it takes to do something uh, that you're passionate about is is often very detailed. It's very specific. It's very step by step. And most of the time when people, see, when, especially younger people see these things happening, they kind of only get what I call like the front stage view. Yeah. Like they see everything that's like happening on the stage that looks really cool and dynamic and interesting. But, you know, on the other side of that curtain, there's so much other stuff going on to make the front stage look good, you know? And so right. I think that it's really important, you know, not even just for students, but for a lot of people in general, but especially for younger people to, to understand that at an earlier age, like this is what it takes. You've got to write a business plan and it's got to have this type of analysis and you've got to start to ask these kinds of questions. And it certainly wasn't something that I was asking myself at 12 or 13. Yeah. So I think that a program like this is definitely having a, a really interesting impact. Yeah, even taking a lot of students, right? 
the the big thing right now is like being a YouTuber or playing mm -hmm. on Twitch, right? Playing video games. Mm -hmm. And like you said, they see the front part of that, right? Like right. someone, oh, that's a great job. You get to sit around all day and play video games. Right. But you don't see, okay, that person has a business plan. Mm -hmm. They're doing social media on a schedule. Mm -hmm. They have certain algorithms that they're looking at to mm -hmm. be able to know what their demographics are and all those kind of things. Yeah. Like you're really running a business. You're not just playing video games all day. So it's yeah. interesting to, like you said, kind of step behind the curtain and yeah. see all the other workings going on. Right. I, and I even, I kind of came upon that myself in the last year or so that I started this podcast, for example, you know, if there was a student that was interested in multimedia or wanted to do radio, communications, journalism, doing a podcast, obviously it's nice to listen to when everything is edited, but the production behind it is actually pretty intense. You know, like I have to then take this, you know, audio, I've got to put it in a program. I've got to edit it down, basically re-listen to this conversation again. And yeah take out all the filler words, take out any not relevant information, overlay like music and do an intro. Like it's not just the, the 30 minutes of audio that you hear. There's, you know, three to four hours of work that goes into that 30 minute segment, you know, and yeah. it's, it's an interesting thing. So, and like I mentioned earlier, you know, I think the impact is really important. What do you think the effect or the impact of this program would have on the city's youth? My hope is that the students that attend Woodbury can be their best selves. They can be the best citizens that they can be and they can realize the goals and dreams that they have for themselves or maybe realize that they don't have a direction and they need that and then they can find something that makes them feel like they are their best selves. Yeah. So we're wrapping up, but I'm wondering, are there any upcoming kind of events or different programming that uh, we should keep an eye out for that, that 21st century is going to be hosting in the community? Yeah. So we're wrapping up our online programming for the school year this week. And then we begin July 6th, our summer programming, which we're going to have um, some guest speakers. We're going to have activities to do with students online. And we're going to have um, like virtual field trips and things like that. So that's July 6th through the 30th. Hmm. And then there is hopefully going to be an end of the summer celebration um, that we've talked about called Celebrating Families where our hope is to bring the community together to celebrate kind of the culmination of everything that's been going on over the summer. Mm -hmm. And that will probably be more um, in the beginning of August. That's great. And I think that, that, you know, that's obviously something that I've been trying to help out with, uh, helping yeah. to coordinate with, with Dr. L and a few other community folks. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to that event as well. And I think it's a really important, you know, now is really important moment in history, really. And for us to be able to kind of contribute our own little piece of bringing folks together is going to be really important. And I love this idea of, of celebrating families, you know, the, the yeah. that lens of what 21st century does is really, you know, building up and edifying students, but not, not forgetting that. Again, you know, there's so many other things on, you know, yeah. on the other side of the curtain. There's parents, mm -hmm. there's grandparents, there's uncles, there's friends, 
who are all just as important to contributing to that student success. So being able to celebrate, you know, the front stage and the backstage at the same time is, is always a, a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So um, any closing thoughts that you want to share with our listeners before we wrap up? I'm always so terrible with this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy to be a part of Woodbury and I appreciate all the people who I've met in the community who have been taking the time to help put together a program that I feel like can really impact the students, the families, the community at large, really, when all of us work together. And it's been uh, really awesome for everyone to kind of stand up and say that they want to work hard for the youth of Woodbury. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that there's something unique in Woodbury that everybody that you run into is always focused on the kids. You yeah. Know, like, you'll never bump into someone on Broad Street and say, hey, do you care about the kids? And they're like, no. You know, <laughs> like, there's, they're always, everybody I think of Woodbury, which is what I love, you know, that youth is always focused on and, and edifying up uh, our young people and our students is, is definitely a cornerstone of our community values and you know beliefs so i think that that's a great thing that's being really emphasized and exemplified in what 21st century is doing thanks so much again to angela for the virtual chat about this amazing program for the city's youth times like these make it even more important for us to focus on our youth and our families whatever you can do to support our youth and families in these times will definitely go a long way in unifying our city be on the lookout for the Let's Talk, Listen, and Bond virtual event on June 27th, starting at 10 a.m. You can find more information about that event on our Instagram page, at Woodbury Voice. Hope you're all safe and well. Talk soon.